Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Sound Judgment. I'm Harris Anderson. And I'm Sam Tonic. And we're here to talk about what song is better. These are our list of randomly selected songs that Sam and I have to argue for. <laughs> yeah. We might not like the songs. We often we may don't hate like them. these songs. We may love the songs. They're randomly assigned to us and we have to play devil's advocate if we don't like the songs and make the case for why our song is better. Sam, how are you? I'm all right. How you doing? I'm doing well. We also have uh, with us today... Great uh, guest. Great guest, uh, guest judge, uh, Mr. Steve Letts. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you very much for having me. Steve, you're a comedy here often, 604 Records recording artist, is that right? Yes, sir, that is correct. Um, and your album's coming out in February. February 20th, yes. My uh, debut stand-up album, Burger Queen, will be released February 20th. Are you excited? I'm really excited, yeah. Well, I'm going to be shooting the cover for it uh, within the month. <laughs> oh, God. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to get silly. I'm, I'm, yeah, the whole thing I'm really excited about. Well, I'm glad you're here on the uh, the program today. We're going to, you're going to have a lot of fun. I'm looking forward um, to it. Just a quick outline of the format of the show. Uh, we're going to listen to the songs offline, you know, copyright, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, you get to pick. You're our judge. You're the moderator. You keep us in line. You pick who opens first with their opening arguments, then the other person. Then we cross-examine each other, uh, ask each other questions. That gets really vicious. And then there's the opportunity for you to ask us questions. Okay. And then we present our simple closing arguments, and then you render final judgment. I just want to do a quick shout-out to Alexi Johnson, who's also assisting us on technical duties today. Hey. Thanks for being here, Alexi. Thanks, Thanks for putting up Alexi. with us. Alexi will actually be the photographer for my album cover. Oh, uh, I, I polyglot. after the podcast. No, polymath, not polyglot. Sorry. Polymath? That's someone who speaks... Uh, a polyglot is someone who speaks multiple languages. A poly- polymath is someone who's multiply talented. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, okay. I don't know right. any Latin. <laughs> All right, shall we uh, let uh, Steve know which songs we're... Harris defending? Anderson will be arguing for James Taylor's Carolina In My Mind. Okay. And Sam Tawning will be advocating on the part of Master of Puppets by Metallica. <laughs> oh, man. Let's hear the first song. <laughs> Let's do it. Awesome. Well, those are the songs there. I'm excited. Harris, do you want to give a little rundown? Uh, yeah, a little rundown? background. So, obviously, written and performed by... James Taylor uh, appeared on his 1968 debut album, James Taylor, and another version, this version we just heard, or we will be hearing, uh, appeared on his 1976 Greatest Hits compilation. I actually didn't know. I grew up with that album mm-hmm. around the house. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it was a perennial around our house. A greatest perennial. Hits. Perennial. Perennial. It was a pun because your parents had it. You didn't. No, it was mine. Wait, what? You were a kid and you had a James yeah, Taylor? I had it on. I had it on. I had it on. I had it on or you. <laughs> oh, how, wow. many, how many times have you seen Michael McDonald live? Don't ask me that question. It's really. Uh, yeah, I had it on cassette. I loved that album. And uh, I actually didn't. So the version of Carolina on my mind, I think it's probably the most popular version, but I didn't know it was on his debut album. So when I went researching this, I actually went and looked it up. And um, that was the version that was, uh, that was overseen by the Beatles. Paul McCartney plays bass on it. I actually didn't care for that version as much. I like this version more. The the uh, the the debut album version I felt uh, it's it's too much of a Beatles influence. As great as the Beatles are, it's kind of like the Beatles trying to make him uh, James Taylor sound like a Beatle. So this is the version of the I song. think it's the definitive version, which no. is why I went with that. So it was uh, written during a period of homesickness while Taylor was recording overseas for Apple Records, and uh, undoubtedly one of his uh, signature and most beloved tunes. Sam, 
Can you tell us about Master of Puppets? Oh, Master of Puppets, 1986. Wow. This song, off an album that sold 6 million copies, brought this genre of this style of metal to the mainstream. Uh, the first record that really blew up Metallica. Um, best of list. This is near the top on all of them when it talks to hard rock and metal music. Uh, what's to say about this that we don't already know because it's been in, you know, Western culture. I think these two songs, you know, they're actually pretty toe-to-toe as far as everybody knowing them. Um, yeah, 1986, six million copies, mainstream success. I know, Harris, when you hear six million, you think of something else, but uh, this is record sold. Mm-hmm. And they could verify that. Yeah, of course they can, yeah. Yeah, that's it. I think it's a classic. I don't really have anything else to say about it, Steve. They're it's a both excellent songs. So wait, was that your argument? Was I supposed to oh, be no. timing that? Oh, okay. no, 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 oh, no, no, no. That's, that's just a little just background. General info for people who may not might not be familiar. Yeah. With this okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they're both uh, obviously very dissimilar in sound. Oh and, yeah. Uh, uh, length <laughs> and a lot of other things. So uh, it's uh, and both beautiful songs. So it's going to come down to arguments on this. I love this. Sure. This is okay. great. You want to kick us off here? So Let's... I will decide who starts first. Yeah, I will let. Uh, for this round, I will have Sam go first. That sounds good. Metallica's Master of Puppets. This is an important song. Important. Bringing this style of music to the mainstream is huge. As I said already, it sold six million copies. A big seller. It's an eight and a half minute long song that manages to stay interesting throughout. That in itself is a feat. Um... Not only that, it has a killer guitar riff right off the top, which has been voted like the greatest guitar riff in rock and roll history, better than anything by the Rolling Stones, that fucking hack. (sighs) I forgot his name. But clearly, it's better than any riff written by James Taylor. This is the kind of song you want to listen to when you're really stoned, let's be honest, right? Like, you're blasting out of your mind, you're sitting on your couch, you're sinking right into it, and then it's like, bang. I'm in. Hours are going to pass because I'm just going to have this on repeat the whole time and I'm not going to get bored. And then I'm going to start listening to the lyrics and realize it has a very positive message to it. You know, This is a song about in the dark depths of drug abuse and addiction. And holy hell, now you listen to it, you know that they got out of this and managed to move forward. This is the song you want to listen to when you are at rock bottom because you know that there is light on the other side. And you'll listen to some great rock and roll. It's widely considered to be one of the greatest albums that this is off. It's hugely influential, changed the genre. James Taylor has changed nothing except for making it okay for men to cry in front of their spouses. Um, let's be honest. Let's talk guitar. This is a guitar song. Uh, Kirk Hammett just kicks ass throughout. Killer guitar solo, influential. And the greatest thing is, is that you can really hear where he uh, was influenced himself. What influenced him? Uh, you had the the blues influence. You know, you had a lot of Jimi Hendrix in there, and then you get real classics. You know, giants and titans of guitar, uh, which were kind of his contemporary, but still informed it. People who are peerless, like uh, Steve Lukather and Ingvi Malmsteen. Uh, the what? This is my time. Thank you. Oh yeah. Reclaiming your times. Go ahead. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the cool thing about the song, and I think why it manages to stay interesting, is there are different kind of thematic shifts throughout, like hard rock, and then into some more like a classical influence with those arpeggios and everything, and then uh, out of that with this killer, heavy floor tom drum stuff, which is like even jazz. If like, Buddy Rich mattered, 
clearly was listened to. And then out in closing was just killer rock and roll again. Uh, and, you know, to talk about it, this song is so good that Metallica knew they wouldn't be able to replicate it without having to make a sacrifice to the gods, which is why Cliff Burton died. Um, Now let's talk about James Taylor's Carolina in my mind. We're going to get this out of the way right away. Harris, you touched on it already. He recorded the first version on Apple Records. Uh, How bad is it that the Beatles can't make the song sound good? Uh, The very bones of this one are shit. James Taylor as a man is reprehensible. He's a drunk and a drug addict. He never got to see out of it. Uh, Caroline, it's where he grew up But you know what, as a man of privilege Why didn't he use this position of, of privilege To really, you know, highlight the racial divisions in that state uh, I think it's just a missed opportunity, you know Maybe that's masking something about James That he doesn't want widely known You know, if he were to rename the Metallica song He probably wouldn't have called it uh, Massa of Puppets Um it's a basic tune, you know? It's a guy talking about reliving his fucking childhood. Blah, blah, blah. Why don't you talk about something that matters, you know? Oh, there's no doubt in anyone's mind that loves the finest thing around. Fuck you. <laughs> Come on, right? Uh, it's so similar in song structure as well. It's like, to, to songs like Your Smiling Face, it's the James Taylor formula, you know? Write some sentimental song, then get fucked up on drugs and cheat on your wife. With some prostitute, if you, you know, listen to South Park, which I do because they're the paragon of news reporting. Uh, at the end of the day, James Taylor, bad person, silly pop song, Metallica, Game Changers, song that changed a generation, changed the genre of music. It's more influential than anything Sweet Baby James has done. All right. <laughs> also, I apologize. My, my phone went off. Oh, that's fine. All right. Harris, you ready? I'm ready. Your time starts now. Thank you, Steve. Our most intense emotions are the easiest ones to compose music about. Rage, you turn your Marshall stack to 10 and smash out some power chords. Heartbreak, you plonk out some minor chords on a piano. Dealing with brain damage, you call your band Metallica and get to work. (laughs) But what about the shades of gray in our emotional spectrum? What about those feelings that defy easy classification? That requires a songsmith of exceptional talent. Enter James Taylor. King of the singer-songwriters that rose to dizzying heights in the 1970s with a tender, wistful ballad about his home in Carolina. This is a lullaby for the homesick, an ode to belonging to a place in time, a salve for the wounds wreaked by distance on the heart. Listening to this song is like quenching your thirst from a clear mountain spring. Listening to Metallica is like bobbing for hot dogs at a county fair. (laughs) This is a love letter to a place, a time, and a feeling with James Taylor as your tour guide. I've never been to Carolina, but damn it, this song makes me want to go. I don't even care if it's nice when I get there. I would just blast this on my headphones and will myself into loving it. This is a perfect marriage of prose and melody with more memorable lines than 10 songwriters could hope to come up with. With a holy host of others standing around me, still I'm on the dark side of the moon. Steve, you're going to have to pardon me while I brush a single tear from my cheek. Jesus Christ. There it's gone. James Hetfield couldn't write that line without adding three years. How good is James Taylor? He was literally the first artist signed by the Beatles to their label. The greatest band in history discovered him. I don't know where Metallica was discovered. Probably a meat draw somewhere. 
<laughs> now, you might say, this can never match the raw destructive power of Metallica. You'd be correct. But I ask you to look at the world today. Environmental destruction, wars, hatred, Sam's Twitter account. Does the world need more Metallica? Or does it need the honeyed melodies and soothing guitar of a James Taylor? I rest my case. Wow. Well done, and so succinct. <laughs> no, I just meant you went on and on, Sam. I was oh, being oh, sincere. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so what is our next phase? We, I, I, do I have questions now? Or? No, no, this is where uh, Harris and I ask each other questions. Excellent. Let's open it up for cross-examination. Who would you like to go who, first? Yeah, who goes first? Um, Sam started, so I'll get you to start this round. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay, here we go. And is this timed as well? Yeah, but eh, not really. Don't worry, worry about, about it. it. So, Master of Puppets. Yes. Sam. Yes. Uh, a metal tribute to Jim Henson. <laughs> is uh, that a question? What? Oh, sorry. I'm no. I I got that wrong. I did research and I was wrong about that. Uh, you know, you and I both know Metallica's no Jethro Tull. Um, but first of all, <laughs> um, greatest riff. Yeah. The greatest riff. I'm quoting you, greatest riff of all time. Yeah. The greatest rock riff of all time. Well, that was voted. Uh, let me look at the study here. That's uh, not necessary. It's it's not going to be the no, It's not the study. The study? Yeah. Sam, I think you're being obtuse here. I'm being obtuse? Yeah, what so are you talking about? Better than Satisfaction? Better than Day Tripper? Come uh, on, man. Day Tripper? What's that? Money for... Day Tripper, the Beatles song? Oh, sorry. You made fun of the Beatles already. No, I didn't. I said the I didn't make fun of the Beatles. Okay. The Beatles chose James Taylor. Mm-hmm. He was their first sign of their record label. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that means something? What's your question? Don't you think that means something? Yeah. Yeah, I totally did. And then they dropped him because he sucked. What they do you want? Dropped him because he sucked. Yeah, he had to come back. He couldn't hack it in London. Right. He went from L.A. to London. He couldn't hack it, so he had to go home. What do you mean? He recorded his debut album there. Yeah. How did it chart? Well, I don't know. Not exactly. That well, probably, yeah. but you can find lots of people that their first albums don't chart all that well. The point is, the Beatles saw that he was a talent. No one saw that in Metallica. You know that. Whatever. Um, I will. Here's, here's, let here's me let me clarify. No. Total Guitar ranks this song oh, as totally. number seven, uh, the greatest. Uh, rock riffs out of 2,000 readers took the poll. Let's go through this here. Number one, Sweet Child Oh Mine. That makes sense. Number two, Smells Like Teen Spirit, something you're into. Number three, Whole Lot of Love, something you're not into. Number okay. four, well, Smoke on the Water. Reclaiming my time. Number five. <laughs> reclaiming my time. You didn't ask me a question. I'm I will clarifying ask you to intervene the merits here, Steve. Enter Sandman. All right, Sam. Layla. Let him go. Master of Pop. Oh, wait. I don't see any fucking uh, okay, well, this is gonna be uh, Rolling Stones. Yeah. Okay. Sam, Sorry. enough. Harris, please continue. This is what the crux This is the crux of the issue, how Sam argues versus I argue. Sam attacks the artist personally. Actually, really, he doesn't really... The music, I don't think he even touched on the actual song itself. He just talked about James Taylor's propensity for prostitutes and heroin. Uh, I believe in separating art from the artist. Do you believe that? Uh, no, I think it's important to uh, put the music in the context of who made it. Okay. So Metallica, it's okay that they threw their bassist under the bus, literally? That's well, acceptable? you know, um, yes. <laughs> so because they're Metallica, it's acceptable? No, it's because uh, he died in an accident okay 
is that it's acceptable. With Metallica, they've never done anything wrong. They've never they've never used anybody. I don't know what you want me to say, Harris, I'm in saying, response to this well, question. Do you, you want me to talk about it? At, you spent a lot of time attacking Mr. James Taylor for his character. Yeah, you're saying, what does that have to do with his song? You're spending a lot of time talking about nothing. What are you talking? What? I'm asking you a question. What's the question? Do you believe you have to separate art from the artist? And I answered it. What's the next question? You didn't answer it. I did. I said you have to take the art in the context of who did it. You can't separate them completely. Okay, we disagree on that. I think you can listen to this song and think it's a beautiful song. James Taylor may have had a thing for prostitutes or whatever. I don't think that denigrates the song in any way. I still have one R. Kelly song in my iTunes. Yeah, Ignition Remix all day, right? No, the original. The original is better than the remix. That's a common white guy misconception, Sam. I am white. I have no questions, really. I think Sam's, you know, I think Sam... That was your fucking cross-examination of me? Well, I think in your, your... you're rambling invective and in, in, <laughs> in, in, in you're making your argument. I think you've done most of my work for me. So I'm actually quite confident. I'm just going to rest on my laurels with this one. Okay. All right, Sam, go ahead. Who played bass on this uh, song, this version of the song? I don't know. You don't know? Let me tell you. Leland Sklar. Who else uh, did Leland Sklar play with? I have a feeling I'm about to find out. Do you know who else? Do you I know do who this is? Know. No? Okay, it's one of the greatest... Bass players out of LA ever. He was part of the Mellow Mafia. Is when what did they he call play with themselves. Toto? I on tour. Um, more so everything comes back to Toto. <laughs> I wasn't getting. I, I said had in the very first episode we did. This may as well be called Six Degrees of Toto. He's already mentioned Steve Lukather. Like you're, you're a psychopath. <laughs> Steve, I wasn't. I wasn't Steve. going to mention Toto because uh, he also played <coughs> One with, time, with Phil Collins. You're a psychopath. Who I love. I love Phil Collins, and he went out and he played on the um, No Jacket Required tour, right? Which was killer. You know, Susudio, all that great stuff. And he comes back, and then James Taylor's getting ready to go on the road. You know, he's, it's the mid late '80s. He's getting a career resurgence after being in the pits of hell of addiction. And he needs a bass player. Now, Lee Sklar has been his bass player forever. Does James Taylor hire Leland Sklar for this tour? No, he drops him because he was jealous. Small-minded man talking about simple human emotions like being homesick. Again, more at, why is Master of Puppets so, better than Carolina? I'm sorry, Harris. Do you have another question for me or did you rest on your I'm laurels? waiting for your questions. You said there's shades of gray. And the emotions of uh, Carolina in my mind. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. What are they? Well, I think homesickness is a, it's kind of a love song, but it's a different type of love song. Okay. Master of Puppets is just something to bang your head to. Do you like having sex? Oh, hey, now. It's a yes or no question. <laughs> I'm not answering that. It's got nothing to do with the song. Well, you're not going to uh, allow me to ask you questions? It's nothing to do with me. What no. do my personal preferences have to do with this song? It's really interesting that you refuse to say yes. Yeah, I don't to... want to talk about that. I want to talk about the song. You haven't mentioned, talked about a single... You said, ah, what he did to Leland Sklar was terrible. It's reprehensible. Why? So, as a man who doesn't oh, enjoy God. having sex, it's no surprise that you like James Taylor. If you did, you would like Metallica. Because they are all hard rock, hard cock all day long. Oh, my God. Do you like guitars? In what sense? Do you like guitars? Do I like hearing them? Do I like playing them? Either. 
Yes, I like guitars. You play guitar, right? I, I dabble. Yeah. Uh, would you consider Kirk Hammett's guitar solo in Master of Puppets to be of exceptional quality? I don't know. I'm not qualified to judge that. Do you think it's a good solo? It's not my style of music. It's not for me, so I don't know how to judge it. I don't know what to compare it to. I, I've listened to so little metal in my time. I don't know what I would compare it to. So it's interesting that you didn't put this song in context and just said it's shit because you don't like the genre of music. No, Is that right? Now, like you know me. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i admit something here. I am a huge James Taylor fan. Um, I just think... Despite what you said about him. Oh, yeah. I think he's a great songwriter, but Carolina, in my mind, is a... a it's a dumb song. It's a pablum bullshit tune, right? But uh, Master of Puppets, now I'm not a Metallica fan. I don't think they have the blues bass that I normally enjoy in a hard, heavy rock metal band like White Snake or Giant. But this song is an exception, and Harris, that you did not put it into context shows that you're an irresponsible debater. Irresponsible debater. Because you can't recognize that this is a classic guitar solo. Do you like classical music, Harris? Or is that too controversial a question? I like classical music. Yeah. So you couldn't listen to... Okay, let me take that back. Do you recognize there's a classical music element to the bridge in this song? Yes, it goes on way too long. Good answer. (laughs) Um... Did you listen to James Taylor as a kid? Yes, you did. Did you ever listen to Metallica? Did you go through a hard rock phase in your life? Hardest rock I, I listen to is ACDC. Okay. Uh, do you think that uh, Brian May is a good guitar player? Brian May is an excellent guitar player. Okay, very cool. Uh, do you think Cliff Burton was a good bass player? I, I don't know. I couldn't really. We just listened. I mean, I, I, I'm not a metal fan, so I, I haven't listened to much metal. I've listened to this song. I don't know how to judge it. I have nothing to compare it to. Do you think James Taylor is a racist? Do I think James Taylor is a racist? Mm -hmm. How would I know that? So you're refusing to answer the question. I'm not. I'm saying it's... I rest my case. Well, debating with Sam is kind of like you give like a mentally ill person a pool noodle and say, (laughs) chase me. (laughs) It's an exhausting experience. Uh, Steve, do you... Now's the time. You, if you have questions for us, you want us to clarify any parts of our argument, you can I, do that. If I mean, a, yeah. let me just uh, quickly scan my notes here uh, and see if there are any uh, questions necessary. Okay, you just have the Car to Go app open. And you're, <laughs> open it's called Share Now. I really did take notes because there was a, a lot of great stuff uh, in there. Do you actually dislike All Metal, Harris? I don't dislike it. It just doesn't do it for me. Okay. I'm sure there's, uh, you know, I... Um, there's people who kind of dabble in that area. Like I think Josh Hom is a really, I like him a lot mm-hmm. and he's did some stuff that was pretty close to metal. I guess I would For say sure. I like some Queens of the Stone Age. Too. I like different things I hear as a genre as a whole. It's, it's not for me. No disrespect to any metal fans. And Sam, you do, you said you really are like a big James Taylor. Fan. I love James Taylor. You just go hard for the sake of the argument. Uh, you know, that's why we're here. Okay. I respect that. I think that's the, that's all I have as far as questions. Oh, really? Go. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Should, should, should I flesh it out? Should there be more questions here? Well, if you have, you know, uh, we'll probably edit this part out. But Sorry, you, guys. No, don't apologize. It's, uh, if, you, if you want to pick apart what we have to say and make us have to defend our positions, now's okay. the time to do okay, it. Okay, sure. So another question I would have then for Sam, you referred yeah. to um, Carolina in my mind as... Uh, 
uh, pablum bullshit, yes. I believe was your words. Yeah. But aren't you like a yacht rock enthusiast? Wouldn't is it is there anything more pablum and bullshitty than yacht rock? No, actually, let's talk about. <laughs> uh, you're making me defend yacht rock right now, which is based in musicianship and precision of play. James Taylor is an acoustic guitar player who's really good at picking four of the six strings on the guitar. Um, <laughs> But ask him, put an electric guitar in his hands, and he's going to sound horrible. And yeah, I think they're actually incomparable. James Taylor is inferior to even the worst of any Yacht Rock tune. And I love James Taylor. Sounds like. <laughs> and I love him. <laughs> oh, wow. Now, Harris, you you had a jab at Jethro Tull in there, I believe? <laughs> yeah. oh, yes, yes, I was making Jesus. Now, are you referencing the, the, the greatest Grammy snub in the history of music, arguably, <laughs> when Jethro Tull beat Metallica for a metal album of the year, and I, I believe think, it was 1990 or 91? I think the Grammys recognize that, I mean, how sad is it that you're like, the most, you literally have the genre that you're playing in, in the name of your band, and you lose to a... A guy playing a flute. <laughs> God, that's probably the, that's, your greatest argument right there for why fucking that is that stings. Oh, I got like, The ambassadors of metal lost to a man prancing around on stage playing a flute, named after some surf or something. <laughs> I, I just I think that reference is a, a deep cut and it's high level shade and I respect that. Yeah, so well played. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> So I think that's it for questions. Okay, very good. Uh, it's judgment time. Okay, so a few things. Like Master of Puppets, it's a classic, but it definitely reminds me of all the skids in Langford where I grew up who used to oh. throw cigarette butts out of their Trans Am at me and my friends. Um, I think the instrumental bridge is amazing, and that solo is jizz-worthy. jizz-worthy. Nice. Sam, you should leave the stones out of it. Uh, the <laughs> Leland Sklar thing was a fucking reach. If you're going to talk about musicians being shitty to their like uh, uh, bandmates, yeah. you're, you're not going to argue on the side of Metallica. How many bass players have they been through? They're like fucking Spinal Tap. Uh, also, look up Slash's story about James Hetfield. Just look it up. They're all dirtbags, all of them. <laughs> Uh, also, asking Sarah, uh, Harris about his uh, whether or not he likes to do it was offside. I mean, if he says Whoa. he fa- if he says he thank falls you, asleep Steve. to ACDC, you know he likes to fuck. You don't need to yeah, ask. All right. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Jesus. As far as Carolina in my mind goes, the gentle strumming is you know very soothing, and James Taylor's voice it's like pouring cough syrup in your ears. Um, he got Carol King, King pregnant, which is just huge kudos and, and respect all around. Um, I like that it has a lyric about having a friend hit it from behind. Uh, <laughs> Also, in uh, in Harris's <laughs> argument where he says that uh, lis- Metallic- listening to Metallica is like bobbing for hot dogs at a county fair, that is fucking poetic. That's uh, beautiful. So as much as I think I might prefer to listen to Master of Puppets, based on presentation and arguments and such, this, this no, one definitely goes to Carolina no. in my mind. What is the better song? I'm saying the better song. You, so you leave right now and you say, someone walks up to you and says, Steve, what song's better? Carolina in My Mind by James Taylor or Master of Puppets by Metallica? I would tell them that based on uh, no, what I heard today. this doesn't matter. Sam, no, it does, Sam. No, my my judgment is my judgment. I'm not taking the fucking loss. It's, 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 I lost to you don't, Bazzi. I, if, you wanna, if you want to take it to the higher circuit of judges, you can afterwards, but my ruling is in favor of Carolina uh, in my mind. God damn it. <laughs> Thank you, Steve, Fair enough. for recognizing that he's a total psychopath. <laughs> Can clap, I say, clap. Yes, yes, thank you, Steve. That was well done. Thank you. Can we, I just uh. want to say a quick thing, because like, he did bring the stones into it, and this just kind of is like, this encapsulates Sam as a person and how insane he is. I was, I'm a huge Rolling Stones fan, and I was talking about, like, I was like, man, I love the Rolling Stones. They're so yeah, they're great. great. Yeah, Sam's, Sam's reply was, yeah, 
They're no electric light orchestra, <laughs> but they're good. Yeah, they they're a great band. Yeah, but yeah. No, ELO is a yeah, far if they're out of Blue Oyster Cult. I'll put on some Rolling Stone. Sure. Anyway, Steve, you're you're Justin Wise, and thank you for being here. Thank you for being My here, pleasure. Steve. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, your yeah. album's coming out in February. Yes, go see Steve live whenever you can. Yeah, you're very funny. Thanks, Thanks Steve. You got a website? Not yet. Uh, it's in in progress. Do you you have? Okay. I know. I know. I know. I know. What's Should I buy steveletz.com right now, or do you? Uh, have that I think already? I'm going to go with steveletz.net because it rhymes. Wait, and I'll have it bought by the time this is released now because I just said it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Bye. Bye.